This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to The Godless Revolution. Today is Sunday, December 6th. This is episode 311. It is now 45 days until 45 gets 86th, which is awesome. (laughs) And I am joined uh, via Google Meet is what we're using today, and it sounds pretty good i must say it's working out pretty well uh joined by uh well this would be the one and only Bodie mcboatface <laughs> i had to go with it i, I had to say it Bodie mcboatface okay yeah <laughs> in actuality this is this is this is duffy if you didn't recognize the voice mm, sounding pretty good good to hear you man yeah. and also uh this is matt yay happy to be back for a while <laughs> yay <laughs> we've not heard from you for a while man it's it good to have you back minute, on the yeah. show. It's very good to hear your voice. We haven't we haven't spoken for a while. Thank We've you. texted back and forth here and there and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I've not heard your your dulcet tones for a while. What what you been doing, man? What's going on? How's things? Uh, well, there's a lot going on. It's a long story. <laughs> it's been a minute. Well, I we think, well, I was We've got some time. <laughs> okay. I think the last time I was on was when my mom died, right? yes close to yeah yeah, yeah just yeah, after so i think be back in june yeah wow. yeah it's been a minute uh yeah yeah but since then uh i guess the most significant thing was uh co- you know catching covid and my wife getting it and my son getting it and my father getting it and uh it was quite a quite an experience really the whole the whole um, fan family got it yeah and uh i was i was sick but i wasn't that sick with it but the the main stress came from the realization that uh you know if something turns south with any one of my family members there really aren't any hospitals to go to the government has completely failed us we're on our own mm. yeah and this is a potentially fatal disease or illness and uh it it kind of wanted to change me in ways that I'm gonna allow um to refocus my efforts in my life on ending racism, sexism. I'm sick and tired of hearing stories about teachers that pay their own paychecks to keep the the school supplies up. I'm sick and tired of hearing stories about children that don't know where their next meal is gonna come from. That should not happen. Yeah, that should never happen. And so, uh, I'm 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 going to focus my efforts on um, trying to build a, some kind of a nonprofit where we can reach out and and try to eliminate some of those uh, issues that are going on in the country right now. And I think, especially with COVID going around, people need extra help. Uh, yeah. Family I th- mem- <laughs> Family so members sad. dying and being in the hospital. 
I think we talked about it last week briefly, or was it the week before, that like 40% of the country right now doesn't know where their next meal is coming from. Yeah. Which is insane. (laughs) It's horrible. It should never, ever happen. Yeah. Yeah, people are hurting all over the place, man. And and COVID is mm-hmm. has really highlighted and, and made perfectly clear how fucking broken our system are well, not just a system, all kinds of systems are across the country. Yep. And yeah, we have the, the thinnest veneer of uh of a society hanging on and uh Trump has really exposed the weaknesses of uh, of that veneer and and the virus has too, but his his unwillingness to help uh, has really been a big problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. well, he's damn, exacerbated, you know, we got our God, our guns and yeah, we got God and guns here. So, and freedoms. Don't forget. We got freedoms here. So this is the best goddamn place to live anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and uh, you know, apart from him not helping, he's made things, you know, worse. definitely worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you all got the COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, how, how, how did that all start? Um, well, it started because my wife's boss is kind of an asshole and oh. uh, he wouldn't let anyone work from home, despite the fact they were perfectly capable of doing so. And uh, rather than do that, he would risk the life of my pregnant wife and her family. Um. And apparently happily, because uh, the second she was better, she was required to be right back at work. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, now, so she's back at work now. And, um, and, and you sneaked that in, your your pregnant wife? What now? Did you not know? <laughs> well, we know. <laughs> well, yeah, we yeah we know. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm. Oh, I see. I'm highlighting something for our listeners. I see. I see. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess I did sneak that in there then. Um, <laughs> so when we had Rhett, we we were able to get three embryos, and so we froze two, and uh, and then had Rhett, and so we recently made the decision to implant uh, what we had and go with that. So we put them both in after a long think and a discussion about it. You know that. Uh, the chances of having one take are much higher if you can implant two. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Danielle got greedy and took them both. So we're going to have <laughs> twins. <laughs> that greedy vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's awesome. That's so, so you'll have twins, but they will not be paternal or uh, fraternal, right? Or they will they? be fraternal, not identical. Yeah. Oh, what's I get them confused all the time. Mm. So, so identical is from a split, and uh, fraternal is just two embryos in the same yeah. at the same time. Oh, okay, okay. And and sometimes I get par- uh, not parental, paternal <laughs> mixed in there too. And it's like no, they're all, they're all paternal. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all came from the same parent. Uh-huh. Yeah, father. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah so that's exciting. That's that's very exciting. Uh, a little a little worrisome, I'm sure, with the COVID and all. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was I was. It's hard to explain, you know, and it's it might seem like I 
uh, overreacted to it or something, but you know, there, there were definitely moments of, you know, facing mortality a little bit, not, not that we were anywhere close to that, but just knowing that things could turn at any minute, you know, uh, especially for my 73 year old diabetic father or, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know about, you know, with, with three-year-old with spina bifida and then of course my wife who's pregnant. So, I mean, it was all higher risk um, situations around me and not a thing I could do about it. Yeah, man, that had well, to have been scary. I, I don't envy your position in, in having to no. go through that for sure. But we're all glad that you're doing good. Yeah, we've been the lucky ones. <clears throat> and did it did it get very bad for any of you at all? Or um, it put us down for a few days, but it was mostly just fatigue and like uh, uh, foggy mind, you know, kind of. Oh, yeah. We all lost our sense of smell and taste and everything, but which is weird. Right mm. over Thanksgiving too. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> damn it! <laughs> but did that all come back? It's back now. Yeah. 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 And so. are you are you feeling a hundred percent? Any lingering effects at all? Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm back a hundred percent now. Um, it does seem to hang on for a little while. You can you can get up and do stuff, but you you know you you have to lay back down pretty quickly and then you you slowly get to like staying up longer and longer and then it eventually kind of goes away but it took a week and a half or two weeks to really get over it Ooh. Mm. and it hits everyone so differently it's weird yeah. yeah you know everyone has different signs and symptoms and uh my dad's still not totally over it um but getting there so that's good and yeah. did you have like shortness of breath, anything like that? I didn't have any of that or any stuffiness. I just was really fatigued and uh, super, super stressed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah the, the the stress probably didn't help. No, no, it was a it was a pretty bad feeling. Oh but, yeah, uh, sure. yeah. Well, glad to hear your your you guys are all on the mend and got through that okay. Yeah, thank you. What what else yeah. is new? What else you've been doing since June? Well, um, I'm back at work now, uh, so the shop never actually closed. Um, I just had to take time off while I was sick, but uh, nobody else at the shop has gotten it yet, so that's good uh, somehow. Yeah, um, I'm still waiting for I'm still waiting for more nasty COVID months coming up. But yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. Damn. Yeah, I know. Like December, January, and February are probably going to be fucking awful. Mm-hmm. We, cases yep. have been skyrocketing and just getting worse and worse. Deaths have been going up. Hospitalizations going up. Utah mm-hmm. made national headlines this week um, for. For not the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, not the right reasons. Talking about never does. Yeah, like we we had mentioned before that Utah um, had been talking about they may need to start rationing care, and there were a bunch of headlines this week about that's that's probably going to ha- start happening this week because uh, our hospitals are just getting overrun, and we, yeah. and even where the hospitals aren't overrun, they don't have enough staff to take care of people. Uh, one of the stories I watched showed. 
that it takes five people just to turn somebody over into, you know, from laying on their back to their, to their stomach so that they don't mm-hmm. disconnect everything so that they're, yeah, just it's, we don't have enough people to take care of all of the sick people that are, that are going into the hospital. Right. And that's why it's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's not a good thing. Uh, so what have you been doing over the last week, Mr. Duffy? I broke my PlayStation controller yesterday. Oh, did you get mad oh, no. at the game? No, I was killing it in some Assassin's Creed at work because that's how hard we work at a fire station during COVID. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my button that makes me attack, I wasn't wasn't doing shit. Hmm. Your button? It was the original controller from my PlayStation 4 when I bought it. So. Oh, wow. So then I had to like find something else to do. oh no and you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere so you can't just go and get another controller no and it's cold as fuck out there like this this morning when i was woke up at work Mm -hmm. it was four degrees out dang that's a little chilly yeah it's a little, little so i can't like in the summertime i'll just go hang out on the patio and just enjoy the desert atmosphere uh huh an F-35 streaming by 10 feet off the ground. Yeah. But not right now. It's too cold for that. <laughs> fuck all that right now. It's way too cold <laughs> fuck outside. All, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, uh, other than that, I've just been uh, I've been continuing to figure out how I'm going to do this uh, mystery coffee table. And uh-huh. I see that. I see uh, Jeff Peterson had actually said he would like to see a YouTube video of that. Indeed, uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, and I do... Oh, go ahead. I do plan on doing that. So my plan is the next step of the process. I made the frame for the whole thing. I got to figure out how to do all the hidden compartments in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna make videos of each all the hidden compartments, and then like a final video of the whole thing constructed and done. Hopefully. Oh, cool. That'll be cool. How many uh, secret compartments are you gonna make? Well, right now in my mind, I got one, two. Three, five, five secret compartments in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actual doors that are going to have knobs on it aren't going to open like a normal door in my head. I got a cam design in my head that I want to make where the the door knob itself, the little handle that you use to pull it open, will actually twist like a uh, a lock on like a you know a code lock to be able to twist it to find the right spot to twist a cam that will allow the door to open. So, so I need to go through and figure out how to actually construct and make and test all these little pieces I want to put into it uh, first before actually putting it into it and drilling holes and everything. So, That'll I be got cool, ideas man. in my head. That'll be cool. I look forward to uh, to checking it out. Uh, yeah. So you you mentioned that uh, Jeff Peterson wanted you know wanted to see that, and that was kind of funny because uh, so somehow let me let me start. Let me back up a little bit. So the phone number that we use for the show has been yeah. tied to your phone, Ryan, right? Yeah. And usually, like, I think we had it just set to go straight to voicemail. And yep. like a month ago, maybe two months ago, I got a notification that it needed verification of whatever. And I wasn't I didn't. And I wasn't paying close attention to what was going on. 
And I think I just hit okay, but I hit okay while I was signed into my Google Voice account. Oh, so it's and so now I think it is tied to my phone, and I haven't set it to do, like I didn't realize that that was what had happened. And okay, so, and so I was, you know, it was during the middle of the day. I was I was working, and the. Uh, internet went down or my computer restarted something. I can't remember what had happened, but I was in a lull between doing any work and I saw that my phone rang and I thought, I typically, I don't answer the phone and, but I was just like, <laughs> well, I'm not doing anything else. Why not? So I answered it. Hey, this is Dan. How can I help you? And, and <laughs> the person on the other end of the phone just said, uh, Dan, uh, th- th- this is, this is Jeff Peterson. I, I didn't expect that you'd answer the phone. <laughs> 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 I was just, I was just like, oh, hey, yeah, how you doing, man? And we had a nice little conversation. And, uh, but yeah, that you know, toward the beginning of the conversation, I was just like, well, if you'd like, I can, I can hang up and you can call back and just leave us a voicemail and I can play it during the show. Uh, but no, we we just hung out and chatted for a little while, and he said that he uh, appreciated our talking about doing some woodworking and that he was very much interested. In you, Ryan, creating some videos about uh, your coffee table project and posting them, he thought that would be very interesting. Yeah, that's that. That is the plan. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I made a note here, uh, and apparently, uh, let's see. Oh, we had a power bump. That's what it was. Yeah, the power went yeah. out for like thirty seconds, but of course, that was enough time to take my Shut internet router off. down and everything else. So I was just waiting for oh. everything to come back up. And, and yeah, <laughs> that's when I got the call. And it was just, it was fun. It was, it was nice chatting to him or nice chatting with him. <laughs> so, uh, for our other listeners out there, uh, in listening land, you can give us a call anytime and leave us a voicemail message, or I might just answer the phone. You never know. <laughs> you can send us a text or call us at, uh, 888-31-REBEL. Rebel. Or 33081-REBEL. 330 uh-huh. Eight one rebel, Jesus! It's been so long since I've actually said it out loud that uh, I was bound to fuck it up. <laughs> so uh, I know Matt has a hard stop coming up here real quick, but we are going to take a break now. We'll come back and make fun of some ridiculous religious people. Yay! Hello. My name is Tony from the Conversations with God podcast. And as the name suggests, on that podcast, I talk to the creator of the universe, God. We discuss philosophy, cooking, death and diseases, amongst other important subjects. And you're listening to the Godless Revolution podcast, which is much better than the Conversations with God podcast. Hey, hey, stop fucking with Korean Jesus. He ain't got time for your problems. He busy. We're Korean shit. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Okay, we're back. And uh, so I had already predetermined, like generally I don't come up with a title for the show or, or a name of the yeah. show or episode. We'll do it at the end. Yeah, until, until the end of the show or after the show when we've figured out what we were talking about or, or the main thesis or whatever. But there was a bit 
the, there was a bit of news this week that was just impossible to not name the episode after, and that's Rudy Giuliani farting during testimony. Uh, we are twelve. I just I just thought it was fucking hilarious, man. Like we've we've talked on the show about possibly doing you know me doing a, a weekly like fart story because I think farts are hilarious. They will never not be uh, hilarious to me. <laughs> but uh, Rudy Giuliani sitting in uh, uh, Michigan legislature, going providing testimony, talking about why he thinks that the election was stolen, rigged. There was corruption, whatever, uh, and you know, fraud, rampant fraud, and in the middle of speaking, he farts. Now, this first bit of this first bit uh, is like two minutes long, but I think it's important to get a little bit of context because it's fun how this guy just kind of pulls Rudy Giuliani apart a little bit. So let's start with that. This committee heard testimony from a bipartisan group of county clerks in Michigan. One was a Democrat and two were Republicans. They testified that they found no evidence whatsoever of widespread irregularities in this election. And they lauded the municipal clerks and their teams who run elections in Michigan for their tireless effort and commitment to free, fair, and safe elections. Your team has now lost 39 court cases in the aftermath of the election with judges ruling that there is inadequate evidence. Uh, to support the sweeping claims that you are making and repeating here tonight and the unprecedented relief that you are seeking. Yesterday, we learned that U.S. Attorney General William Barr has similarly found no evidence whatsoever of widespread irregularities that are worth investigating. If our local clerks, state and federal judges across the country, and the highest-ranking law enforcement official in the United States cannot find any substance to or any merit in any of your arguments, why should we? Which is, it's it's succinct and perfectly on point that nobody has found mm-hmm. any cre- any credible evidence. Like Giuliani and Jenna Ellis and uh, Sydney, what the fuck is her last name? The the other like this this cadre of crazy attorneys that Trump has representing him have been presenting what they say is you know reams of evidence and they have binders full of, you know, thick papers and it's all just fucking theater because when you take a look at the evidence, the quote unquote evidence that they're providing, it's sworn affidavits from fucking stupid people who don't understand how elections work, who don't understand what's going on in the world around them. Like they, they think that they're telling the truth. And in many cases they are, but what they're telling the truth about has absolutely no fucking bearing at all on what happened during the election. It, it does not, present evidence of fraud it's evidence that these people believe what they're saying which okay Uh so what it doesn't it doesn't support the main thrust of trump and his ridiculous attorney's arguments that there was rampant fraud pervasive throughout this election i would say their stuff is a fraud especially in pennsylvania where their lawyer even said we know some of these are fake and the judge asked then why did you submit them (laughs) <laughs> like you can prove these are fake, but you, you couldn't prove these ones weren't fake, but you just submitted all of them. Mm-hmm. Therefore they're all garbage. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the cases that got thrown out in Pennsylvania and in typical and in typical religious person fashion, in many instances, they're saying, okay, well, we'll prove to me that there wasn't rampant fraud. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not how this fucking works, man. <laughs> like you right. can't, you can't just make a statement that, there was fraud and have no evidence for it and then depend on other people to disprove your unproven claim in the first place. Right. 
there it's it's the same thing they do when well you can't prove that there's not a god okay well i don't have to because i'm not the one making the claim you're claiming that there was rampant fraud here give me evidence that there was rampant fraud and they have failed to do that over and over and over again yeah all you have to say is i don't believe you yeah (laughs) and and that's it like i don't believe you show me evidence that supports what you're saying and they can't yeah no they cannot why should we sit here in the show that you are partaking in and taking around the country if no one has found any evidence whatsoever of any of your wrongdoing? And why should we not believe the reported uh, attempts of you to try to seek a pardon from the president? What, what was the last part? <laughs> Rudy gets very, very angry about that, that this, this Michigan congressperson has alleged that Rudy Giuliani is seeking a pardon from President Trump. Hmm. Uh, that last part is not. You're attempting to, to seek a pardon, election. so why is this not part of that? Well, I, I will. I will. I will ask that he be he be disciplined for that. Teacher, yeah, <laughs> pick him up back and give him a spanking. He said a very mean thing about me. I want him disciplined. And then you have to listen. Mm. You have to listen kind of closely because it comes right at the end of Rudy Giuliani saying he wants him disciplined. And you can hear him audibly fart. Discipline for that. First of all, first. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just a little one. But you Mm -hmm. can see, you can see on the video that is posted of this, Jenna Ellis sitting next to him and he farts. And the look on her face is one of complete and utter disgust and disbelief that he just audibly farted in this hearing that they're offering Mm -hmm. their testimony during. And then he doesn't even know he farted. Yeah, he just well, I mean, he just keeps going on as if nothing happened. And this is the first of two farts that Rudy Giuliani <laughs> shared with with the with the people assembled to hear his rantings. First of all, hold on. Let's, first, first of all, let's what he says is it. untrue. Second, that is a that is a defamation of my professional character. <laughs> <laughs> the the idea that he's that he's so dismayed and upset that somebody is defaming his quote-unquote professional character while farting (laughs) yeah during this during this session is just it's fucking hilarious to me as as if he has a a a reputation to maintain yeah as if he hasn't completely fucking destroyed it himself already through his wild antics Mm mm-hmm that you allow that to happen in your legislature as i said i said reported uh, as i said representative let's keep it limited to the germane issue here so uh, just for, mr just giuliani for the let me just ask for the, the record question. we haven't we haven't lost 39 cases we've only brought three so you're wrong about that second the reason why people laugh yeah yeah people laugh people laugh and people so there, there's a gallery of people behind them many of them trump supporters who are agreeing with Rudy Giuliani, others who are jeering him, um, some cheering, some jeering. But what is, what's, what's really funny is that, you know, he says, well, we've only brought three. Okay. That may be you personally in this state, you're, you're discounting yeah. or not even addressing all of the other lawsuits filed in other states by you and by other attorneys that are adding to that total of, of losing more than 40 cases right now. Mm-hmm. The reason why people are reaching those conclusions is because, like you, they don't have the discipline, maybe the intelligence, I don't know, to read through this, to read this. And to- 
And so, by extension, Rudy Giuliani just said that every judge who has heard any of these arguments are either lack discipline to go through the the quote-unquote evidence that he's presenting, or they're too stupid to understand it. Uh And, of course, that would also have to extend to Attorney General William Barr, who has also said that there is no adequate evidence to support any of the assertions that are coming out of the Trump campaign. Uh Correct. Good point. To reach 20 more like it. You can't tell me there's no evidence when I have a couple of thousand affidavits from people. And that's all he has. Like I said, he has sworn affidavits from people that they saw something. They, that they saw something they didn't fucking understand and are telling the truth that I saw this thing happen. Okay, great. Where, what evidence do you have that that is fraud perpetrated during the election? Yeah. It's like the, the latest video where they're bringing out the quotes, suitcases of ballots to count when no one else was there, but they forgot to say, oh yeah, those were the ballots that were opened. All the signatures were checked while the people were there, all the viewers and the, the, you know, the Republican Democrat person were standing, watching them open them, check the signatures and then pack them in that case. And they were now being ran through the machine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's how it, it works. That's, that's the normal process. That's how this thing always fucking works. And because you don't know that, you're making these wild assertions yeah. that, the, that it was fraud going on when, no, this is part of the process that happens every fucking time. Yeah, that case was put underneath the table from where they were counted. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah that's kind of how that works. <laughs> you can't tell uh. me that your credibility is better than the credibility of those people. Yeah, yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, we, we can. <laughs> I think that's that's been demonstrated by even you, Mr. Giuliani, sitting here farting during yeah. <laughs> during this testimony. We, we we definitely believe the credibility of the lady who said, well, there was a, a Biden-Harris van that pulled up outside the polling location and we're just filling out ballots in the parking lot. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, They're in so covert. Daylight. They were just sitting in a van with their fucking name on it in a parking lot filling yeah. out ballots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely credible. And of course, these these same people who are who are making these assertions, all of them have cell phones. They all have smartphones that they could have taken yeah. pictures or video mm-hmm. with, you know, using their those phones. But of course, there's no evidence showing up that any of them did any of that. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was that was the first little fart from Rudy Giuliani, which is <laughs> which is funny. Like, you know, the microphone is in front of his face, which his ass is separated by at least two and a half, three feet, right? And it's audible on the microphone. And so everybody, you know, so everybody else there, it had to have been much louder. The second fart is much louder than the first one. They're good the answer, wood chairs. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Jenna Ellis turns and looks at him, like gives a, a little double take and... And then turns away with a little smirk on her face because she can't help. Like she's she's having a hard time not laughing at him. I think just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Oh, witness! Just like you, you a single witness. Just like you. I just think that's fucking hilarious. Uh, 
Like, like the microphone is so far away from his ass, unless you want to figure that his face is also an ass, that it's, it's still or being that picked up. his head up. is up his own ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that it's still being picked oh. up by the microphone, so it had to have been so loud sitting in there. That's just yeah. funny. Very funny to me. Uh, and then, let's see. Real Well, Matt's got to go very soon. So we'll end this segment here and... Thank you, Matt, for coming on the show. It's been a long time, and and we'll yeah. we'll we'll continue after this break with more stuff. But I don't want to keep you from doing the things that you've already done. We had some technical difficulties that postponed things for a little while and ate into the time that Matt was available. But it's been yeah, awesome I, chatting with you again, man. Yeah, thanks. It's been it's been good to hear you guys too. Um, I just want to say one thing real quick. I, I, I did mention, you know, wanting to refocus my life to to more toward charity and things. And I think I, you know, I, I was sitting laying down in my bed sick, thinking about what I could get people for Christmas, you know, and having a difficult time because pretty much everybody in my family has what they need, you know? And I, and I thought, well, then what the hell am I doing? <laughs> that If they don't need anything, why would I do that? There's plenty of people out there who don't have what they need. So uh, I got with, you know, my sisters and my dad and everything, and we're, we're just all going to decide to forego gifts for each other in favor of finding some families that are in much more need than we are and uh, provide them a Christmas. And I think it, I think it would just be meaningful for anybody who's able to yeah. to do the same. Um, there's a lot of people that are hurting right now and, and may not be able to keep their homes or may not have enough food to eat. And so um, I would just encourage everybody who can to, to do the same thing if, if you're able. Yeah. I think that's a uh, fantastic and beautiful idea. Um, thanks man. We're, we're doing something similar here. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've communicated to family members that, you know, Tracy and I don't want gifts, you know, if, mm-hmm. rather than getting us something, you know, take whatever money you were planning to spend on us and, you know, donate that to charity, do a sub for Santa for someone. Uh, yeah. You know, Tracy found a sub for Santa thing that was just kind of heartbreaking that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was organized by a group that we've worked with before in the past and, you know, it's, it's, uh, they're doing a, instead of sub for Santa, they're doing sub for Satan. <laughs> and, mm. uh. and, but, you know, you, you go and you visit the links for it and, and it takes you to a link to an Amazon wish list for this, you know, I, I'm trying to remember, I think she was a 12 year old girl and the things on her list were a lunchbox, a backpack, uh, uh socks, underwear, mm training bras like necessities you know things that like, she yeah. things like that, that i want xbox or yeah yeah a these, new video game or i want an ipad or an iphone or whatever or yeah. a new android device yeah mm-hmm. this wasn't this wasn't extra bonus anything these these are things that you know for for the vast majority of people well i don't even know if that it's the vast majority these days but for most people these are things that they just have and yeah they're relying on charity and goodwill from other people to provide some pretty basic necessities for this yeah. young girl. And it was just, 
it was heartbreaking going through the list of things that have been put on the list by her parents that she needs. And yeah. So yeah, we'll be we'll be doing that. I, I would encourage everybody else to do that also. Yeah. Had I well, good for you, man. Yeah, and had I thought ahead, we would have done something official through the show, but uh, still time. There is. Let me. Yeah. And you, and having having grown up in a poor neighborhood and and being the recipient of deodorant and socks and those kinds of things from other families for Christmas for myself, I can tell you it means a lot. Yeah. Um and. Kindness matters, you know, it really does. And, and I'm, I, I don't want to waste any more time not telling people I love that. I love them. Yeah. That's beautifully said. So, and I, I love you guys and I love all of our fans too. So, well, we love you, man. It's been so awesome hearing your voice again and having you back on yeah. the show. Hopefully, hopefully this will be a regular thing going forward again. Cause we missed yeah, it. I hope so. Yeah. All right, well, we will let you go, and we'll be back after this little break. I'm Bryce Barkenagle. Have you ever wondered if Joseph Smith was drugging the early Mormons? Turns out it might be possible when you have a fantastic congregation that is witnessing angels floating around in the rafters and think that the temple is on fire and they're running out in the snow and writhing around on the ground naked. Yeah, as it turns out, drugs might be the best explanation. Be sure to check out my Sunstone Symposium presentation on the Joseph Smith Entheogen Theory by punching that into any YouTube browser. And thank you so much for checking that out, and be sure to check out the Naked Mormonism podcast. This is the Godless Revolution. Crap, you scared me! Don't you have nothing else to do but harp on Dr. Venture? Why haven't you tried the world domination thing? Are you afraid of the big leagues? Please! How stupid do I look to you? World domination... I'll leave that to the religious nuts and the Republicans, thank you. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Okay, so uh, we we were going to do this Dave Dobbenmeyer story while Matt was on the phone with us, but he had to go. And like I said, we had some technical difficulties here that was really fucking weird like we were we were having our little show <laughs> a good going conversation on. yeah we were, we were having a good conversation thing everything was going along swimmingly and then all of a sudden the studio laptop just completely froze it's never happened before it it just like the mouse wasn't responding the keyboard wasn't responding everything just fucking locked up i had to do a hard boot on the laptop well the funny thing was me and matt didn't realize it right away then all of a sudden we look up at the thing and we notice it's just our two names. And we're like, uh, I think there's a problem. <laughs> well, and it, it like it, it stopped responding in like the perfect spot. Like I had just finished saying something and then I'm waiting for you guys to respond. And then I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm like, Oh, uh, can you guys hear me anymore? And then I noticed that everything had just totally frozen. So yeah, yeah. it was interesting. It'll make, uh, some, It'll it'll make editing a bit more difficult, but uh, that shit happens. But uh, hey, if you guys didn't notice at the beginning of the show, good editing, Dan. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I I pride myself in in being able to make things <laughs> less obvious that we're complete fuck ups sometimes, <laughs> or that I'm yeah. a complete fuck up sometimes. Um, <laughs> so, oh, so, you, you can say we there. Oh yeah. Well, well, thanks, man. I, <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, but we have this this prepared from uh, Dave Dobbenmeyer. And like I said, we wanted to do this with Matt on the phone, but uh, unfortunately we ran out of time. Uh, so for the last segment, there were, was it just last week or the week before? I think it was two weeks ago. I, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, we, we covered information about Dave Dobbenmeyer meeting with Bill Barr, and there was the photo of them out in the street, and we talked about how Dave Dobbenmeyer is uh, much more potato-shaped than we, yeah. <laughs> we thought. He kind of looks like a weeble. Like, he's just short and round. Like I didn't. He, he wobbles, but like, he doesn't when, fall when down. When he's on probably. the show, he just hunches forward, and he's projecting his head forward, so he doesn't look oddly shaped yeah he doesn't look like as much of a pear or a potato yeah 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 uh, but i don't mean to make fun of people but <laughs> oh no and th- this is just like it was I- i'm not saying more shocking that he looked that way yeah it was just it was just it caught me off guard yeah i expected something different and it was just it was the contrast between what i had envisioned in my mind versus real life was was different same here i actually had to double check the the source of the photo being like oh nope wait that is it is an original photo Dobbenmeyer in that photo yeah it's not someone else it is him okay <laughs> uh, so this comes to us from Right Wing Watch it's by Kyle Mantilla dated December fourth it says in late October a small group of right wing activists led by religious red led by radical religious right bigot Dave Dobbenmeyer carried out a series of protests demanding that Joe Biden and former President Barack Obama be arrested, tried, and executed for treason. As part of that effort, yeah. Dobbenmeyer and crew also protested outside the home of Attorney General William Barr, who personally came out to meet the group, pray with them, and take photos. In the days following that meeting, Dobbenmeyer was elated, marveling at how God had miraculously orchestrated his meeting with Barr, and when... Just a few days later, President Donald Trump refused to accept the results of the 2020 election and concede. Dobbenmeyer was positively giddy, declaring that he and his group had been supernaturally sent to Barr's home to give him, quote, a little bit of spine and a little bit of courage to expose the allegedly rampant voter fraud that had supposedly stolen the election from Trump. (sighs) God sent us to Bill Barr's house for a reason. Dobbenmeyer declared during the November 6th broadcast of his Pass the Salt live program, this is going to be corruption revealed so deep that if we dig it out, there will be a chance for our children and our grandchildren. Yet when Barr said Tuesday that the Department of Justice had found no evidence of widespread voter fraud, Dobbenmeyer was apoplectic declaring on his Wednesday program that, contrary to his earlier assertion that they had been divinely sent to encourage Barr, he and his fellow right-wing activists had actually been sent to Barr's home as a warning from God. It's funny how they get their messages all just mixed up all the time. (laughs) Yeah, because their perfect God communicates imperfectly to them? Yes. (laughs) Thank God... If Bill Barr said that, thank God, Lord, you're exposing him. Thank God. I have, my faith has not wavered, not one inch, not one iota. I know it's a deep state. I know Barr could be involved with it. I know the FBI is corrupt. I know the CIA is corrupt. I know the media. I understand. I see the whole picture. I see. I, I Listen, I, I wouldn't. And apparently he's only 
come to this realization recently. Like we said, like yes. before before Barr disagreed with him, well, then, you know, he was one of God's perfect servants. But now that he disagrees with Dave Dobbenmeyer, what what I guess yeah. <laughs> now God has shown the the fraud going on behind William Barr. Well, and the thing that kills me about this is that it exposes just how narcissistic and shitty Dave Dobbenmeyer is. Like he views himself as as one of God's elect who receives real messages from God, right? So if if William Barr disagrees with Dave Dobbenmeyer, well, obviously William Barr is wrong because God has pre-selected Dave Dobbenmeyer to be his spokesperson. Dave Dobbenmeyer is God's spokesperson, and so he cannot be wrong. But it's just not Dobbenmeyer doing this. Because right, because in November, when he did it, uh, 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 not Giuliani, uh, Bill Barr was awesome. Yeah. Because he knew he was going to fight for him. God sent him there, and he gave him (laughs) that spine, that backbone, and now he's going to fight this corruption. And now that Barr has came out and said, no, there was no voter fraud. Now Barr is automatically, since it doesn't align with the story that he told before, now Barr is a part of the conspiracy, and God is going to sort him out and show us that Barr is can't be trusted, and he's part of the deep state, like he just said. It's like, <laughs> no, you're you're trying to make it fit your narrative with bullshit. Yeah, so so did God set out to purposely make Dave Dobbenmeyer look like a fucking fool before when he met with, with yeah. William Barr and praised oh. William Barr? He'll he'll get to that part. That's yeah. <laughs> I wasn't planning on Bill Barr jumping on a white horse and coming in and saving America. My trust and my faith is towards God, not towards Bill Barr. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. So then why were you lauding praise? Heaping praise on him, lauding how how wonderful a person was that he was going to help Donald Trump secure this reelection. And reveal the corruption in a deep state and all the other fake stuff out there. Yeah, and that he was, he was, you know, God was working through him to deliver all of this. Yeah. Um, it's a mystery. <laughs> That's where my faith lies. My faith and trust is in the Lord that his will would be done. Okay, and so far his will is that Donald Trump is losing the fucking election. Yeah. Haven't they haven't they come to that conclusion? Yet? I remember in 2016 where it was like, well, this was God's will. Right. So you got to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. God Trump won. Yeah. It was God's that will was that God's- Trump won the election. So that was in 2016. Now, is it God's will that Donald Trump doesn't win the election or is it God's no. will that it's just really fucking difficult for Donald Trump to win the election? Now it's demonic ruling. That has won this round. The demons won. God wanted Trump. So he, he he was pushed for Trump, but for somehow the demons fucking they they took that die and they rolled a twenty or whatever it is. They got a good roll. <laughs> so so the demons are more powerful than God. Uh, is that is that what if I'm get, supposed to get from they this? They get a good roll. Yeah, uh, but but like they're more powerful than the all powerful God, right? The creator, the person, the the being that created these demons. These demons yeah. are more powerful than the than the thing that created them in the first place. Yes, yes. This election, yes. Okay, okay, got it. Let's see what else he says. God's will will be done, but could it be it is being delayed because people who have been given an assignment haven't done them? So God's will has been delayed? What What does he mean by that? So I think he's saying William Barr was given an assignment 
to hand the election to Trump. Okay. To find this voter fraud that doesn't exist. Uh, but since he did not do that, he is not doing what God assigned him to do. Oh, okay. So, so is God, there's just so many twists and turns so, here. So Dave Dobbinmeyer, I've, I've been, I've been following this soap opera for about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So here's how, you know, episode two, well, episode <laughs> one. Dave Dobbinmeyer shows dumb up at his, his boyfriend's house. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Episode two, the dumb fucking. What were you saying? Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, well, okay. So before the dumb fucking in episode one, before the evil election occurred, mm-hmm. Dave Dobbinmeyer went to William Barr's house to warn William Barr that there's something's going to happen. And God told me something bad's going to happen. And it's your job. God's given you a job to do. I'm picturing, uh, I'm picturing the words you're saying, like scrolling on, on, on screen, like, like at the beginning of star Wars. Well, the funny thing is I'm, I'm hand wiggling and I'm doing the preacher thing right here, but nobody can see me doing all the hand gestures. So they're all wasted, but you know, he went there and he told him, he warned him. And then in episode two, William Barr defies God. So, so is, is, did God communicate imperfectly to William Barr or is William Barr part of this well, evil plot now? No, I think, I think Will, William Barr thinks God perfectly told him the message, but God forgot to tell, oh no, he told Dave Dobbenmeyer the message and Dave Dobbenmeyer was relaying the message to William Barr. So God didn't talk to William Barr. He talked to Dave, mm. but now that Dave gave him the message, that God told him to, but Barr is not following that message because he is not doing the task he was given. Uh, yeah, it's kind of goofy. <laughs> I, I I look forward to seeing if he can clear up some of my confusion here. Let's say, Amen. Is a Bill Barr? Is he one of them? Is Bill Barr going to stand before Almighty God? And and the Lord says to him, what were you doing down there? I sent 33 guys to your house and I gave you a warning and you ignored it, Bill. You ignored it. This doesn't change anything in the plan of what almighty God's doing. See, we thought, wait, wait, how can it? Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. The plan didn't go as it was supposed to, but it doesn't change the plan. (laughs) Wait. Does that that doesn't make sense? So God, so so it's a trickster god. So this trickster god set out a plan where Dave Dobbenmeyer would look like a fucking fool by initially praising William Barr, and then would later have to turn on William Barr and expose William Barr for the demonic yes. influence that he's come under. Yep, he's part of the cabal. For what purpose? Um. Like why? Why is God? Why is God's plan? God didn't know why is that it, why William is Barr wouldn't do what he was supposed to. <laughs> yeah, like like well, and but God would have had to have known that, right? So, God is a trickster God who did all of this stuff, but for no apparent reason other than to be a trickster God and to make Dave Dobbinmeyer look like a fucking fool, right? And it's, maybe that's the thing. Maybe God is like, I love watching Dave flail. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. Let's throw some more shit his way. And just well, this get is him the most flailing. entertaining shit ever. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's like watching Giuliani fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Anything in the plan of what Almighty God's doing? See, we thought some of us we were going to build Barr's house to get him to vote the right way. To- <laughs> ah, to get him to vote the right way. Uh huh. So, which is basically saying, um, no matter what the outcome of any investigation was, it was supposed to side with what you wanted to have happen. Yeah, the, that's the right way. The right way. Yeah, and well, and and Dave Dobbenmeyer says we thought. So, did God not communicate this to you, or did He communicate poorly to you, or are you just making shit up? Because if this is what you thought. Why did you have this thought? Because previously you, you, you also thought that you were sent there by God for these things. So if you were wrong there, what makes you so certain that you're right now? I mean, this is the exact reason why I've said it a million times. Ouija boards need space bars. <laughs> you can get those words so, con- so confused if you don't know where the, the brakes are supposed to be. It needs a space bar. <laughs> but... Yeah, this is, oh my God, this is just levels of insanity. Like, like he, he does he, oh, it's going to get worse. Oh my Not God. Not in this, but in the future, he's this, Dave's going to go off the fucking deep end. <laughs> Let's see. There's not much more time left in here. Let's see what else he says. To vote the right way to do the, yeah. Amen. Amen. Maybe we're just showing up as a witness to Bill Barr. You've been warned, brother. We came in peace. And you have been warned. See, now that last part sounded kind of like a threat. Yeah, it was a little ominous, right? You've been warned. You've been warned. We came in peace. Like the first time we showed up, we did it peacefully. Uh huh. And we warned you. Like, are you warning him that the next time won't be peaceful that you show up at his house? <laughs> That's kind of what it sounded like. Like it, it sounded very ominous. It sounded... Like definitely an implied threat. Like they wanted to maybe do something that isn't going to be good. Well, apparently they know where he lives, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They've been to his house. I mean, he's probably got bars and uh, gate code. Could get interesting. I'm just so dismayed at how many Republicans still watching the news this morning, interviewing. Uh, Braun, I can't remember his first name. Um, anyway, listening to Republican after Republican on the news this morning on on the Sunday programs still refuse to say that Joe Biden is president elect, that Donald Trump lost the election. My God, what a bunch of fucking cowards these people are. Uh, And they're like, well, it's not over yet. I'm like, yes, it is. And they're fucking the cowards have chosen their electorates. The cases have been dropped. There is no litigation going on. The s- votes have been certified. The only thing left to do is to show up in Congress and have the electors do their thing. And I keep everybody going, well, you know, an elector doesn't actually have to, d- to vote for their person. It's like, yeah, everyone knows that people said that last time. Like maybe, maybe they'll just vote for Hillary, but they don't. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, I I I think I may have said that I'm that I'm get so tired of watching Republican after Republican do this when the reality is that the more Republicans they can get, 
you know, farther out from the election where it's absolutely positively clear that Joe Biden is the, the states have certified their election results. Joe Biden has yeah. 306 electoral votes. Yeah, they, they've they've certified that he has almost. Well, is it more than seven million? Yeah, it's like seven million more votes in the popular vote than Donald Trump. Republican governors of states have certified votes of Georgia and of Arizona. It's done. The only thing Trump can do now is try to sway people to not cast their electoral votes the way that they should, according to law. So he would have to actively encourage people to break the law in order to support him and keep him installed as president. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked it up. He is over. He has more than 7 million votes over Trump. But I won. I won every state. Where was your God during all of this? If you are God's anointed one who is supposed to be president and to win the second term, why are you losing? Is it because God is too fucking weak that the powers of evil are too great or you're a fucking liar and God doesn't exist anyway. And you're just making up bullshit. Ooh, I'm going with the latter. <laughs> yeah. For five points. Yeah. Using Occam's razor, that would be the most logical conclusion. Speaking of conclusion, our show has come to one. Aww. We're, we're now at the end of the show. We are out of time. I think we've gone a little over time, perhaps. Hard to tell because it's been a messing jumble of stuff with technical problems, but we'll sort through them and this will sound fantastic for everybody. Um, oh. Before we go, though, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. It is, it is in, in, in Jesus. I have to fix this. <laughs> They're invaluable. <laughs> Our Patreon supporters are invaluable. Definitely. Uh, without them, the show would not go on because we would not have adequate means to keep it going on and keep improving things and making sure. And it's like, if we didn't have supporters, then why do the show anyway? I I would just call and talk to you guys and rant and rave privately, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like I did on election night. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Uh, uh, but uh, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. That would be Alan Firth. Christy Kalbach. Gatheist. Stephen Andrews. Two Skeptical Chaps. Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ali Olson. John McCullough. Tiffany Hudson. Sinead Duffy. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Vodapich. Jeremy Goodson. Let them eat coffee. Jeff Peterson. Corey Ebert. Megan Mitchell. Freethinker215. Tim Jacobson. Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Nico Gonzalez. Chad Pryor. Itchy and Scratchy want you to please support the Secular Coalition of America in Camp Quest. Woohoo! Thank you all very, very much. If you would like oh, to yeah. become a Patreon supporter, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can pledge as little as $1 per episode. That gets you fun things like extended episodes, extended outtakes, clips from the cutting room floor, bonus episodes every now and then, just some fun stuff. And you'll you'll be secure in the knowledge that you are helping us continue the work and rant and rave and deliver our message to other people who may be interested as well. Uh, you can also help us by sharing episodes with people, encouraging other people to listen, posting reviews of the show in different places, sending us messages, talking, you know, uh, sending us messages, giving us calls, text messages, email about what you would like to see on future episodes, what you've liked 
uh, what you have liked about past episodes. <laughs> all of that fun stuff helps grow the show and keep us doing what we're doing. Thank you all very much for your support. Thank you, Ryan, for, for coming on. Thank you, Matt, for joining us this week. Uh, Welcome, guys. Yeah. Thank you all very, very much. It's been a rough while, but we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, hopefully the tunnel is not much longer and we'll all be out of this COVID mess and political presidential mess sooner rather than later. <laughs> it can't come fast. All of it cannot yeah. come fast enough. Everybody's growing very <laughs> impatient. He's still got time to fuck shit up even more. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. And so until next week, crucify those who would break wind during legislative sessions. And leave us a review, because if you don't, Matt won't come back. He (gasps) relies on your reviews. Hootie and the Blowfish never blew a fish. (laughs) Mm, Think about that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 